Is your want list like alphabetized or no? No, it's it's in order of when I put it on there. I can put it in alphabetical though. Oh, I meant the like the one that you have written down. Fuck no, man. <laughs> That's just um like random. I mean, it'd be like it's separated in um genres or date. Gotcha. But um there's a big ass soundtrack list in here of shit that I still don't have, which is cool. That's one thing that I don't like I have soundtracks yeah. like Shaft, Superfly, Rocky, um I don't know. I know I have some other ones. I just can't think off the top of my head immediately. Yeah. I but I don't really like collect them that much. Yeah, when I was not take- that I don't want them. I just there's so many other things. Well, that's what I was thinking of that when I was that I want. Peen, was like that's a whole nother fucking like subgenre of collecting, you know. Soundtracks. Yeah, I mean, really, yeah. And then from that, video game soundtracks. Like, there's people that just fucking collect that shit, and that stuff is expensive, man. Yeah, we have a few people here that only collect video game and movie soundtracks. Yeah, it's it's uh, interesting. But, like, not enough for me to have, like, a whole section right, of it. Right. Like, we do have a soundtrack section, but it's not... I don't regularly stock it with new stuff, unless it's something that I know people will buy, like... Guardians of the Galaxy or some shit, I maybe? didn't even buy that, because no. I figured... Yeah, the big the I big was like, names. man, every fucking big store there is is gonna have mm-hmm. like a whole end cap for them. Fucking right, they are. And not that I should let that stop me from buying them, but I just I had zero people ask me for them, and I don't know. Yeah, why? But, but also things take longer to catch on up here. So six months from now, I'll probably have somebody be like, "Hey, can you get Guardians of the Galaxy?" And by <laughs> then, I won't be able to. Right, it'll be all on. Uh... And they'll be like, it just came out. And it was like a year ago. Fucking Yeah, that's that's kinda how we how it is around here, behind the times. So that Beatles AI thing, did you read any more about it? No, I did not get a chance to. I was uh, uh. <laughs> fucking working, man, and just life shit. It's just so weird that we just did an episode on that. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure up. that we even said in there, like if the Beatles did a full original lineup of Beatles. It would be like the biggest selling thing ever. Yeah. And, and then, then it, it happened. Like two weeks later, it yep. happens. I didn't like truthfully know anything prior to. No, I, didn't I didn't know either. until the other day when Steve told me. I'm just saying, man, I'm telling you, dude, you fucking, we put shit out there and it comes back. We just got to think of like, lot like Steve was saying before we started having all these crazy dreams about just. Random money, just stacks and stacks of cash. Yeah, I have that dream every day. There you go. But it's more of like a a daydreaming fantasy <laughs> than like a I no, go to bed and have some type of premonition thing. But no, it's definitely um, it the Beatles thing. I get like right off the top, it'll be like the biggest selling album in a long time. I can already see it. Well... So for people that don't know, the Beatles are doing their, I believe they call it their final album, right? And it was... I don't know if they exactly what they call it. It was my understanding that it was just like some rehearsal tapes and they were working on some sort of fucking album. Yeah, and it was then, like a a John Lennon demo yeah. that was recorded on a shitty tape recorder in his apartment or something. And then... It never got released because John got killed, I believe, was the... Uh... Well, it got bootlegged at one oh, point. Oh, okay. I got to get into the... But the... I mean, the bootlegs are hard to find for it, obviously. And even the bootlegs, since it was incomplete, it's... I've never heard it, but from what I've read, it's just rocky to listen to because it's half, like... It's like, you know when a person's singing in the car and they only know half the words? Oh, totally. It's like how I interpreted yeah, that I, um, it sounded. That's well, from what I understand. Yeah, he was kind of like humming the melody and then, oh, here's a word. And just so they had to fake 
or AI his voice to fill in those places, correct? Yeah. And I, I believe the AI is mostly being used for isolating John's voice from whatever else is going on in the background. Yeah. that, <clears throat> And um, that might just be like, you know, headlines will kind of add shit to make it. They pull you in clickbait wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yes, it's AI, but it, let's say the song was fully complete and they're just using something to extract the vocals. I mean, that's not that far fetched from what producers no, do now, anyways. It it's just being worded as AI. Now, that's for that song. Well, it does say demo tape, so it could be a handful of songs, but. I'm assuming that it, w it wasn't obviously a full album. Otherwise, at some point in time between Lennon's death and now, they would have released it in some way. Well, that kind of comes into question, like, is it authentic art? Is it off? Because it's going to be the AI. It's based on what was already written for it, yep. correct? Yep. And it's going to know John Lennon's brain better than any other human being i would assume aside from like maybe yoko i don't know that's just it's fucking blows me away man that well yoko's that who gave the okay paul mccartney the oh the tape the tape in the first place as far as i know that makes sense but it says we were able to take john's voice and get it pure through this ai so that we could mix the record as you normally would do so it gives you some sort of leeway and crazy as I did read somewhere, this article doesn't say, but I think it was New York Post or something where it said Peter Jackson is the one doing the AI handling, like the manipulation of the software. Yeah. So it's not just like Paul McCartney sitting down and being like, hey, sing a John Lennon verse and typing it into chat GPT. It's well, I know it. they're not obviously... They're not doing it for the money. None, none of them need it. Right. But I, I don't know, man. I think it's cool, I guess, that because it, it's the Beatles. You get John Lennon's, like, last whatever. But I don't know. It's just it's. But it it's just weird. seems not. It's weird. I don't know. Like, is it is it necessary to have this released? Like, uh, they're already, they've been the biggest selling band in the history of music. Period. Period. Yep. For an eternity now. And they continue to be like, it doesn't matter. Like, there's Elvis fans that die every day, but there's new Beatles fans that right. pop up every day. Right. And, and I suppose there is with Elvis too. But it's, Yeah, but I but, mean, I know what you're saying. It meant, and it does, it makes more sense. So is it really necessary that they put the record out now? But you're not a huge beat, like... I'm not, but I'm... And I'm not. I'm being passive I'm not, going into this. I'm not so I'm saying I, mean, like, I like the Beatles. I dig their shit, but I'm not like, like some people Beatles are like fanatic. this is motherfucking necessary. They be yeah, wanting yeah, to yeah. kill us. That's what know? I'm saying. Like there's people out there that yeah, are, yeah. they really want it. So I can understand, I guess, why it's being made. It just feels so to cheap. take an analog. <laughs> it feels to take, cheap to me. Yeah, like, and to know. take one of the bands that are. When you think record collecting and you think analog and vintage and whatever, like you think Beatles or something Beatles era esque. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for sure. to take them and then move it to where you're like, okay, we're using artificial intelligence now to create this music. It just feels it's so weird to me. Like, and I know it's like getting with the times and whatever, but it's just, it just seems like an oxymoron, I guess. Well, that, that's what I mean. It's not, I don't think it's, uh, if it's AI created, I don't think it's, it's just like entertainment. It's not art because they're designing it for your entertainment. Where, yeah. Well, you know what I mean? Like, when I was a kid and I like played, in a band we didn't obviously do it to appease the uh greater audience you know what i'm saying i don't know it's strange i'm trying to see yeah there's no pre-orders or anything up for it yet because it does say that it will happen this year though 
they're they'll be I'd imagine it'll be closer to Christmas time. I could see him doing that. Yeah, and then it would end up being the biggest Christmas present well, of I mean, the year, like smart, guaranteed. Smart marketing, man. I mean, I don't know. And they don't have a release date, which that's probably a good thing. I mean, from a you know marketing standpoint. It does say in the interview that McCartney has said he's concerned with how AI might be used going forward, given its ability to perform trickery like replacing one singer's vocals with another person. All that is kind of scary, but exciting because it's the future. Paul McCartney's going to be dead in like 10 years anyways. So I guess he's up there, man. He really won't see the like the the huge influx of what it's really going to do. Maybe he will. I don't know. It depends on how fast it progresses, but so from a collecting standpoint, are you going to buy this record? Because yeah. you yourself are a completist collector. And that's technically in their discography. Yeah, but when it probably, honestly, I'm not going to say I'm not. But just like reading here, the tape includes, the tape included Lennon's love song Now and Then. Yep. And it said, and they've apparently have tried to fuck with that before. Because I've heard like a really bad recording of that on like YouTube or something. But simply because it will most likely be the first AI-recorded album. To be, like, mass-released. Yeah, I mean, that kind of alone makes it a... That you know of. Well, because sure. it's probably been done in some way before. But not in, like, a band of this... I doubt it, man. Like, this stature. They're, I mean, it's massive. Do you think like, AI has already been, like recorded and sold as music yeah i I would assume as much yeah for sure Hmm. like even if it's just like some slight use of ai in the smallest oh i see what you're saying i could see definitely that it's been done but okay we'll say in mass release then because that's what this is gonna be it'll be fucking but it does say that previous changing you know Previous attempts to finish the song were abandoned due to poor audio yeah. quality of Lennon's voice on the recording. Exactly. So it's like they have his words. They just have to have, which I don't know, like we talked about before. It would To me, it would make a lot more sense to use Sean or Julian or, you know, I don't know, a relative or whatever. Yeah. But I'm just... um. I don't know. I guess we'll see what happens. But when you... I mean, John Lennon's name and the Beatles' name is like slapping a Nike logo. Exactly. Oh, no, I know. It's automatically going to sell. Exactly. I mean, because they could make records, CDs, tapes, 8-tracks, T-shirts, banners. Like, think of the amount, the extent of marketing that you get off of a new Beatles release. Because even now, if you go to, like, any of my like major distributor sites uh-huh. that have records and movies and tapes and you can buy like toys, coffee mugs, whatever. Yeah, yeah. There's four pages of pre orders of Beatles stuff at all times. Oh, at I'm any sure, single dude. point in the year, there is always something Beatles being mass produced. Fucking Beatles Legos and shit. Now, in this case, I believe not even I believe, I know Yoko Ono owns Lennon's fucking everything, so she has to give the okay on this. Which yeah, means and as far as she's I know, gonna make a motherfucking mint. Yeah, and to me, that's what it boils down to. Like, and I could, I mean, somebody's making a shit ton of money. If and they all are, well, I but mean, like a does, whole collective of people you know are going I mean? to between the label and the estate holders and like the remaining and honestly, Beatles. like between. Do any of those people even need, like, all this money that they're going to get from a dead man's half voice? That's where I'm coming from. That's kind of fucked up. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, is it necessary? Yeah. Because you're already already long-holding the biggest sounding band of all time. You're literally beating a dead horse. I don't know. I just... Uh, 
But then again, if you're looking at it from a Beatlemania standpoint or one of the Beatle fanatics, to you, something new is one of the most exciting things right. in the world. Because think of like if uh, I don't know some band that we loved came out with. No, I got a perfect. New, but... I got a perfect uh, a thing in my head. It would be like if fucking there was some lost tape of fucking rabies and Warzone. And it was like half complete, and they used AI to finish Rabies' voice. I wouldn't give a flying fuck about that because it would be all about money and going against, in this case, what he was all about. Yeah. Well, those are like two way different extremes of music. But yeah, that's a good example. I was going to say typo negative, but but you're not a typo fan. I'm not, but I understand the fucking impact. Because that was a band that ended and there was absolutely no way that they could go on afterwards. It was almost like how Pantera should have ended. Exactly. didn't and I guess still haven't because they're still (laughs) touring with two guys. Beating a dead fucking horse. Yeah, I think that's kind of bullshit. Just revive down or something if you really want to play that bad. I don't know. like, Or start a new Phil Anselmo project. I don't even really fucking like Phil. So, I know, but. man. I just, it's it's just sad how, I mean, it. I don't know. It's to, it's to be expected. It's all about motherfucking dollars. Yeah, there's not... Like Rex Brown and fucking Phil Ensemble. And can I blame him? I, I mean, fuck, dude. Everybody's got to make a living, and if that's what you have and you can sell it, I guess more power to you. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I can level with that. I mean, but I think it's bullshit, time, but it's, yeah. whatever. There's, I mean, music is meant to be art, but there's not a whole lot of people that aren't trying to get paid from it that are just putting it out to put out. Right. And I get that, like, yeah, like the an ultimate dream for a musician is be to be able to live off of your music. So I'm not saying that it's a bad thing that people are trying to make money, but everybody wants to be like a billionaire type of thing. Right. And, and I know there's people who don't, but like, like for the majority in. of society speaking, they want names on billboards and spotlights and million dollar deals and shit like like the like pipe dreams yeah yeah yeah, for sure which i don't think that world really even exists as far as like no because when you talk by about the, that i think of the 80s and like the glam scene and yeah. like getting loaded in the pool and shit yeah and that's kind of I mean, I, that still happens. I'm sure there's still some rad, oh, rad pool parties in most California somewhere. It just seems um, we don't live in that world anymore where you can you get famous like that particular way. I don't know. It's fucking... We just live in a crazy... Well, the, the music industry is so beyond what it was in the 80s. Yeah, it's and it, the, the greed is much stronger, I think. Which uh, in the 80s from stories that i've read was already really really relevant there but even now like they're just trying to find one thing milk it as soon as it's dry fuck toss it to the side and find the next thing and keep rinsing and repeating dude it's it it does remind me like right now in certain aspects does remind me of the 80s in the sense of like rich get rich poor get poor and that's like starting to happen with like the inflation and shit you know yeah however on the flip side of that coin, during the Reagan administration, it was like the best fucking music came out of that bullshit and all that, you know what I mean? And suffering and, like, poverty. Like, there's so... That's where all the music fucked. They had something to bitch about, you know? I mean, some people would say that the best music comes from pain. Right. Or poverty or starving. And I'm just saying on the flip side of, like, all this bullshit, maybe we'll get some good music out of it. I don't know. Maybe. It's not like there's not good music coming out. I'm not no, trying no, to no, say no, no, and I'm that. not saying that either. I'm just saying try to look on the bright side of things is all. Yeah. As far as getting this when it comes out, it's probably. We'll I'm gonna assume that they're gonna make it like obviously there's gonna be a ton of different color variations. Oh my god, it's gonna be insane. I'm curious to see if it's going to be like a two LP thing, a four LP thing. They try to. Like make it like Taylor Swift's new record that's coming out. Is, there a, bunch of, is there a bunch I of different like, like levels to 
There's only one so far. Okay. Or there's a CD and a record. Okay. And I don't even see a black version. There's just a purple one. But it's like 50 bucks. But I, I already ordered a shitload of them because I just know based on principle that it's that Taylor it's Swift sell. that they're going to sell. 50 bucks for three LPs right now. Is it's not pretty, that bad. Yeah, it's pretty average, really. But I'm saying, like, they probably could have put it on the two. Oh, I'm sure they could And made have. it 40 and sold more. But, like, in the marketing episode, those three records that are in there counts as three sales per album. So that's going to boost the shit out of her gotcha. numbers that don't even need help being boosted in the first place. Yeah, and there's that's a nice little trick there. Yeah. So if it says she sold a million albums... Let's Air said she sold three million. We'll make it easy. She then it's one million. million. Yeah, fucking crazy. But each know. of those, yeah, each of those three would count as three. So every record sale is three, and I think the CDs two discs. So there's the same thing. Jesus, dude, double dip. And uh, I'm sure that it'll happen with the Beatles, and I know for a fact that there's gonna be. Different tiers, like a deluxe, yeah. a super deluxe, a collector's edition, maybe an alternate CD, cover. Super audio CD, because they do that <laughs> shit with that, man. Like, there is people that want that. Uh, there will, I promise you, be people in here that want every single variation of it. Oh, yeah. There's I, a few. I know a few Beatles. Well, we do. I know exactly who we're talking about that are going to want it six different ways from Sunday. Yep. So speaking of want things, like, Originally, what we planned on doing for this is things that we want. Yep, yep. As far as records go, what's some of the some shit on your want list? One that's been on there like forever is um, the actor Crispin Glover, famous for playing in Back to the Future as Marty's dad. He put out a record, and apparently it's and I've actually never listened to any of the music purposefully because apparently it's weird as shit. But it's really hard to find. What is Crispin, it called? It's, it's under like Crispin Glover. But I have a thing for um, actors doing uh, music. I just think like... Do you know about the Capital Punishment band? Capital Punishment, I think so. It's Ben Stiller's band. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. It's 80s. like a punk rock, punk rock band. Yeah, it's like a mix of like new wave, goth rock, punk rock, noise punk. I don't know. It's like kind of all over the place. But the album's called Roadkill. It's Capital Punishment is the band. That's awesome. I know like an original copy is hard to find, but some company somewhere has repressed it oh, like right four on. or five times. So, yeah, it's Crispin Glover's album, and it's called The Big Problem Doesn't Equal the Solution. The Solution Equals Let It Be. Fucking weird, but I've always um Couldn't imagine him it. doing music. That's what I'm saying. He's a very interesting person. So that's one that's kind of weird, and I've always been on my list, you know, since pretty much started collecting shit. Is it expensive? Yeah, it can be. It's loading up in here now. The last time that I looked for an original one, it was north of $100. And to me, that's a lot. Yeah, for something that potentially is terrible. Right, right. Or and it could be great, but it's chances just kind of for a collecting be... thing. Like I have fucking Tim Curry's album. Yeah. Awful. I got a Shaq Shaq single. Shaq single? Ooh, that's nice. How's that? When he was Shaq Diesel, it's produced by... Shaq Diesel? When it's produced by Eric Sermon. No shit. Yeah. It's not good, but it's Shaq, so... It's not good, I think I got it for a dollar at a record show one time, and it's... I want to say it was on Jive Records. It's not really worth shit yet, but I assume at one point it will be. Well, see, that's, I guess... That's another reason, like, I would grab things like that just because they're, like, silly and it kind of hits two markets, you know what I mean? Yeah, J.J. Walker from uh, Good Times. Yeah. He's got an album called Dynamite that is... Oh, I have that album. Do you? Yep. <laughs> it's, it's funny. Yep. And then, that like, Rodney Dangerfield's got a bunch of stuff, like Rappin' Rodney. I don't have any Rodney shit. That's I, funny. I have Rappin' Rodney, and he's got, like, he looks like a if he like a, a, the fourth member of the Beastie Boys, who they were just like, no way, <laughs> we are not putting your face out here because he's oh. just got this ridiculous outfit on. It's like a leather vest thing, and he's got like a 
I know he's got sunglasses on, but I can't remember if he had a bandana. But he's holding a boombox like on his shoulder, and then it says "Rap and Rodney" up in the right hand corner. Hilarious. Uh, on the Crispin Glover, it finally loaded. It the highest it ever sold for was thirty bucks. Average price is ninety. There's five for sale. It's on LP. Five for sale, starting at ninety. So like, uh, I'm just kind of hoping to run into that somewhere. When's the last time that it sold? March 29th this of year? this year. Yep. Wow. For $30? I don't know. I'll have to check it. I wonder how they got that $90 price. Sometimes Discogs is weird when you upload an album for sale. Ninety four eighty eight. Yeah. That was the suggested price, I guarantee it. I don't oh, know man. how their like analytics work to where they get the data to suggest you the price. Yeah. But like I had something that I listed the other day. I want to say it was the cattle decapitation, maybe. And it gave me a suggested price of like $134 or something. Weird. And I was like, no way this is going for that. And like I had to look into it, and it's not, but I don't know why it gave me that, that price. suggestion? Because it's never sold for that high either. I think it was like 46 bucks was the highest. Hmm. Well, maybe it, I wonder if it's like some projected fucking thing. Maybe. I don't know. That's crazy though. I've um I haven't had that happen, but I haven't um I've sold like twenty things through Discogs where I'm sure you've sold like two thousand things. Nah, not quite that, but quite a few, yeah. More than twenty. Yeah. Yeah, more <laughs> more than twenty. I'm What's working working my want? way to two thousand. One main thing that I wanna get is Cradle of Filth's Nymphetamine. Oh my god, that'd be on my list too. And it came out in like oh five, so it's very. Actually, I think it might have came out in oh four, but oh four, oh five, somewhere around there. Getting it on wax is impossible. Yeah, they did like very limited runs, and to find it now is like two hundred and twenty bucks on the low end, wow. typically. But like, there is that damnation in a day repop coming out, yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. another album that of theirs that is really hard to get because that was like in the mid nineties or something, late nineties maybe. Oh, that came out in 2003. Oh, did it? I, I just it was remember like, because I was 18 when that came out. I always thought it was like 98 for some reason. That'd be like Cruelty and the Beast. Yeah, I mean, maybe. It's easy to mix all that up. Yeah, and but, in my head, I do the same shit. But anyway, it's even 2003 shit, it's harder then than it was in yeah, 98. 20 years, but maybe that's why we're getting it. Yeah. So maybe in another year. So next like, year, you might get it. But I also have always thought that with Felt One, which is another thing that I really have been looking for. Yeah. And, like, the 20th anniversary was, like, last year, I want to say. Nothing. And nothing ever popped up. Mm. And I don't know. It's not a label issue, I don't think, because I'm pretty sure it was released on Rhymesayers. And I don't know. Maybe, maybe like, they're shooting for 25 i guess but i've seen them do numerous 20th anniversaries of other things well hopefully. i have felt two three and four but i've never been able to find one yeah that's crazy i also obviously don't have one either and those are uh, those albums are so fucking cool yeah i like the him and Merz's back and forth is really yeah. good seven l and esoteric bars of death is another thing i had one like in my cart one time and I was shaving my head and I missed out on the record. I think I told oh, you that story yeah, before. Yeah. It was on an eBay bid and I didn't bid last minute. And like somebody snaked it. Somebody you. snagged it. Fuckers. And I've never seen another one. There's seven for sale on Discogs right now, but they start in the United States. They start at like 80 bucks and then they go up to... Like 115, but there's only one for sale in the U.S. The rest is like France, Germany, the U.K., Italy, all those random areas that have a huge underground hip-hop following. You know, maybe it it just sucks. Like, you feel like you're taking a chance if you're ordering from, like, one of those countries, I guess. I've ordered from Germany before and never had an issue, but other ones kind of like, I don't know, especially sending them, like, that kind of money. And yeah. you don't know how it's going to... I mean, I don't know how their pressing plants are, certain thing. I only have a few records from other random places, you know what I mean? Well, like, Germany is pretty good pressing plant-wise, but... Yeah, that's what I, that's, I don't... That's what I mean. I think that's all right, but, like... Italy's not bad. The places usually to watch out for are, like, Russia. 
Yeah. And the Ukraine or the Czech Republic. Is, I do see a lot of stuff pressed in Czech Republic. I, so I, I think guess, that they have, it's almost like a last resort or yeah. something. Because I noticed that too. So I guess maybe, because I've gotten some records that were from Czech and they actually really weren't that bad. Right, right. But I've seen some Russian shit that was awful. I remember buying a Nas Illmatic tape one time. Uh-huh. That was a, I didn't realize it was a Russian bootleg when I bought it. Yeah. And I played it, and it was just shit. That's so Complete weird. shit. But they're known for bootlegs because a lot of American music is outlawed yeah. over there. Yeah, and that could be like a hundredth generation fucking copy. Yeah. That's crazy. Another one I've always um, wanted that's on a lot of people's list, too, I'm sure, is the first Runaways. That and uh, Live in Japan. And I've held the Runaways in my hand. Ed used to have it like a long time ago. And I think he wanted like 30 bucks for it, 30, whatever. More than I was like willing to pay at the time. Or not willing, that I could actually without not eating or something. And then of course it's gone. And that's a pretty pricey fucking album nowadays. Especially on uh, vinyl. What's it worth? The highest that it's sold is like around 104, and the average is only like 60 bucks, but still, man, it's like a wantless thing. And I usually don't order too much shit discogs-wise, like I try to... Yeah, I don't really order a lot off there either. I try to let it naturally pop up somehow, I don't know, or like let the fucking vinyl gods give it to me. Right. Certain things I know that I'm just not going to find... Yep. Then I'll kind of look around on that, but stuff that I'm like, oh, I could, like a Soft Cell's first record. Yeah, yeah. I know I can find it somewhere. It's semi-rare, but it's not impossible to find. Right, right. So me ordering it makes it less exciting. Yeah, kind of, I know I hear you. Actually, the last thing I got off of Discogs was a UK pressing. So you got an import that I, you know... And it came out in 2018, and it's Bella Lugosi's Dead, but it's like the Bella Sessions. So, oh, is it? It's only like had four. Yeah, it only has yeah. four songs on it, or excuse me, five, but four on one side, and then Bella Lugosi's Dead on the other side. On I don't the first even side. remember the last thing I ordered off Discogs. And it's from like the original master tapes, and blah 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 blah. And I got it, you know, pretty reasonably. That, that I'm probably never going to run into, you know, because it's just, especially around here. And oh, the last thing I ordered was an autographed Kill Whitney Dead CD. There you go. Yeah, you're <laughs> not going to find that anywhere, you know what I mean? Well, it came right from Matt. Yeah, that's badass. You might find some Kill Whitney Dead around here if you're real lucky, but you're not going to find that shit autographed. Man, i seen a, we have had some KWD CDs come through yeah, here. Yeah. Typically, they were tanked. I was able to revive a couple of them. But they're all partied out. Oh, yeah, they're fucked up. I don't know what it was about Kill Whitney Dead and Carcass CDs. Every time we get them in, they're fucking demolished. It's, it's like people were like moshing out to the music, but with the CD in their hand. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, it just looks terrible. Oh, that's nuts. At least um, some that you can try to save, you know? Yeah, the resurfacer. Or, it's not even a resurfacer. It's just a buffer. But that thing works wonders on certain stuff and then there's certain shit that you just can't help but throw it out like cd rot sets in there's nothing you can do about that um bolt throwers realms of chaos i have that record but there is in 91 when it originally came out there's a different cover and they got sued by i can't remember if it was capcom themselves or the people that made um I think it was Metal Slug, if I remember right. Yeah, the yeah. artwork on it was like too much like how Metal Slug was so one of the games cool, was. Dude. And they got sued for it. And I think I don't think it was like a massive loss or anything, but I know that they had to change the cover down the road. And that's one of those things that's like online that I'd have to buy there because I don't think I'm going to find it anywhere here. With the original cover? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I nothing's impossible, but... That'd be more like one of those things that I'd find in fucking Europe somewhere or something. Because that's probably where the original cover initially came out. What's that going for? It's only like a hundred bucks, which is, 
I mean, I guess I shouldn't right. say oh. only, but it's like not, compared yeah, to some other, other things, it's not that bad. Right. That's kind of how it is with the uh, Runaways. But I also have three more Runaways albums on my list, which they didn't make a whole bunch. A weird one is uh, Dwight Yoakam's fourth record, I Want. It is super, on vinyl. super random. Yep. If there was a way is the fucking name of it. <laughs> I was like, isn't that that's the most random? The absolute thing? last thing that I expected you to say. But it's but that's one I need because I have the first three, and that one's just hard to get because of when it came out. What year was it? Like ninety. I have to double check because that's on my paper list. Cattle Decapitation's last album that just came out before this, Death Atlas. That's been on my want list since it came out, and yeah. I, that drop got handled terribly because I've never seen one anywhere, and occasionally they pop up online, but they're well over $100, and I'm, like, waiting for Metal Blade to repress that fucking thing because they just... I don't know if they didn't do a whole lot of them, or it was in 2019, so it wasn't quite the pandemic yet, so I don't know, like, I don't know what the fuck happened, what, but yeah, it just what the deal was? it just seemed like it was not in high demand to where they made enough to go around, or maybe it was in too high of demand and everybody bought them up. I don't know. But then you think they'd want to repress it again. That's what I would think. I don't have a copy of The Cure's Disintegration because there's a particular copy that I'm trying to find gotcha. due to mastering purposes. Oh, yeah, the... um. I have a 180 gram repop that doesn't sound it doesn't sound horrible but it doesn't sound very it doesn't sound very good either I guess that I, I believe that's the Robert Smith remaster that sounds shitty yeah but there's one that was like 2010 somewhere around there 2008 2009 10 somewhere in there that one According to everybody that I've spoken to about it and forums that I read, sounds the best. Because, I don't know, to me, that's an album that you want all the clarity that you can oh, get most out of it and not to have it, like, compressed or mudded down or anything. I'm going to check mine when I get home to see what year it came out. On the Dwight Yoakam, came out in 1990, an American Club Edition LP there's two for sale starting at 80 bucks. I, I can't pay 80 bucks for Dwight Yoakam, dude. <laughs> yeah. I just can't do it. But it has, like, turn it on, turn it up, turn me loose on it, you're the one. Like, there's certain songs on there that are fucking bitching. I always kind of thought Dwight Yoakam as a fucking punk rocker at that time in country, you know. Anyway, figured that would uh, fuck with some people's heads out there. <laughs> Yeah, that was the, not the last thing I would have expected. I don't even have... I do have a couple, like, random things, but they're not that surprising. Like, the Teddy Edwards Quartet mm-hmm. was a jazz quartet in the 60s on contemporary records. We had a copy of the album Good Gravy here. We found it in our dollar bin, and it sells for, like, 400 bucks because... It came out in 1962, and it has never again since been repressed, ever. Only, I believe there was one bootleg, like, years ago. I don't know where it came from. I can't remember off the top of my head. So it was just that first run, and that was it? Yep. And we had one, and it was in great shape. I played it, like, six times here. And I think Steve offered it to me for, like, 200 and I was just like, oh, I don't know, it's still 200 it's bucks. still 200 and, bucks. But then, like, my thought process was, well, we got 400 on it. It's going to sit for a while. I'll be able to just try to weasel him down to 100 yeah, bucks, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, in yeah. due time or catch him on a day where he's like, I need 100 bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was, like, kind of like, cool, I'll just wait. And I came in one day. And he's like, guess what I just fucking sold? No shit. Like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. I was like, seriously, somebody paid for it? He's like, well, I gave it to him for three fifty, but and I was like, God damn it, dude. I never thought that that would sell. And now I'm like, fuck, how am I ever going to find another one of those? Do you remember that Coltrane Blue Note he had up there for a long time? Yeah. Steve did? The stereo one? I swear, dude, I came in to just be like, I'm going to grab that bitch finally and... Oh, it's gone, dude. I mean, I swear that happens. Like, was it the one? Some radio, like the radio dude bought it. Some dude from WATZ, I think. Oh, Phil? Maybe. 
Oh, maybe it was Phil. Maybe. Because I have a an 82 copy of Blue Train, and I, then I have the Tone Poet one. Right, I have the Tone Poet, but this was, uh, it was like an, an original stereo copy. Oh, okay. It was okay. like 250 300 bucks. Oh, yeah, I don't have that one. And uh, I have played it though, cause I borrowed yeah, yeah. I borrowed John's from him. Right on. I have it actually. I do have it. I cause I ripped his copy yeah, to a, a tape reel. Uh huh. So I do have an original Miles Davis kind of blue and an original Coltrane blue yeah, train, yeah. but they're on tape reel, which to me almost makes it cooler. But I would like to have the actual record itself. Yeah, um, but there's, still having them like real. On a side note. Real to real is pretty fucking cool. No, it is. And then I have like, I have my Mobile Fidelity Miles Davis ripped to a tape reel, and then I've done, I did an Opeth one, and then I did, I think Run DMC Super Audio or something like that. But I might have recorded back over that one. That's what's cool though. You can just keep doing it. Yeah, but over time it degrades the tape. The more you record over the same thing. So I try to keep it, like for the Coltrane and uh, Miles Davis ones, I had some brand new reel-to-reel tapes, yeah. like, like authentic oh, vintage nice, ones. Oh, nice, nice. Because I had four of them when I got my reel-to-reel that who I got it from, they never opened them. They're Maxell Gold UD90 yeah, yeah. tapes, and they're really fucking nice. They're like 40 bucks a piece now if you want to buy them. But I always was like, I'm going to save these for something particular because it's virgin tape. Yeah, yeah. And I wanted to get the best sound out of that that I could, so I opened a brand new one to put those on. So yeah. one's on one side, one's on the other side. Oh, that's fucking cool. Did you um look into, like, what other people, like, you know, like on Discogs, they have a list, um like, of most wanted records from 1 to 16,000, or 16,430,599? No. That's how many are on the want list? Well, that's the, or like... Yeah, so that's a lot. So here's here's how it reads out. And this is on my list too. Daft Punk's Random Access Memories is the most wanted record on Discogs. Well, that's cuz it just got repressed for the No, I, I mean, say it was that's the been that that's been that way forever, dude. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought Taylor Swift was uh the most wanted currently. She's not even close. This is like straight record collection. Oh wait, wait, wait! I'm thinking of what's hot, not not what's wanted. That little section that they oh, put on the beginning yeah, yeah, where yeah. it says like what's trending hot. releases. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Another one I think that's um, interesting that's on the list is uh, Mad Villainy's on there. It's like number four. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, actually, that went up. It used to be five. Okay, yeah, yeah. I think it's cool that there's. Um, it's funny to me that some that, of these are easy to get too. Yeah. That album is more wanted than, like, Operation Doomsday. Not that it's worse or anything. It's just... Weird. I don't know. Like, Mad Villainy isn't my first go-to when I listen to Doom. Not that I don't love it. It's just I usually find myself listening to Operation Doomsday. The Emperor box set is one (laughs) one major thing that I want that I will not pay the current going rate for. And it is... I think it's 12. It was limited to, so they did three different color variations. There's a black one, a clear one, and a marble one. And each record is 200 gram vinyl. And they did 666 copies worldwide. That's fucking gnarly. 222 of each variation. And there's a 92 page booklet in there. And then some other stuff, a ton of like demos and random things. And the going rate for it right now is the last one sold for like six fifty, but the current for sale are between fifteen hundred and twenty three hundred. That's fucking nuts. It is a fucking awesome box set, though. Well, speaking of box sets, another one that I've wanted that we have talked about is the AFI Nitro Years box set. Which includes everything AFI, AFI did up to and including Art of Drowning. There is one for sale right now for $1,025.64. I know where one is. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but that's like, yeah. There is There's one, no fucking way, dude. There is one here for sure. 
but it ain't ever gonna get sold. It's like that Bad Religion box set too. That yeah, that also goes for around fifteen hundred to two grand. Yeah, and big box sets like that, man. It's like a whole. That's a whole. I don't know. I need to get a better job if I'm gonna start collecting those. Yeah, I do love them, but yeah, it is a very expensive. I mean, thing. yeah. I even think like I was thinking back to um, even like we were talking about the Beatles, with the Beatles, the Stones. Oh yeah, there's um, that MoFi box yeah, set. Yeah, Jefferson the Airplane, stuff. all that shit back then. You can get like yeah. kick ass box sets and just skip all the fucking bullshit, but you're gonna pay for it. Yep. There's a typo negative box set. There's actually two of them. There was an original one and then they did a repress. When the repress came out, it was like two hundred, I think. And I I was gonna buy one, but I like didn't really have the $200 to just spend on a box set at the time. Right. Or I did, but shouldn't have. Either way. So yeah. I was like, oh, I can't fucking do it. And then I've always regretted it because it's worth like 600 now. And now that I'm, I would buy it now if I seen it for 200 but yeah. I'm not going to pay 600 for it. That's what sucks is, um, like for me when I was younger, I mean, it's for anybody when they're younger or unemployed or whatever, and you see like, all this shit, and you're like, it for like 10, 15 bucks, and it's worth 50, 60. Well, it might as well sell for 50 or 60 because you don't have the 10 or 15 to fucking buy it anyway, you know? Right. Death Symbolic is another one Ooh. that's pretty high up there on my want list. And it, I'm waiting for Metal Blade to do like a fucking anniversary of it or something because it's been a while since it got repressed. And I don't know, you can find them online for like 100 bucks. If I've seen it like out in the wild for 80 to 100 i'd buy it but i just can't bring myself to order it for whatever reason right uh, oh i like that um random finding things you know dan swano's solo album moon tower i should have bought the one that i was gonna buy online for like 50 bucks maybe a year or so ago because now they're like 300 and i can't find wow. them and but he dan swano's from edge of sanity and he did, like, Witherscape, Nightingale. He's produced a bunch of Opeth stuff. And he did this, like, it's not, it's got synth in it. It's not, I'm not going to say it's synth pop, but, like, synth metal. Synth, like, he did all the drums, guitar oh, work, cool. bass, synth, vocal production. He made the whole thing 110% himself. It's a really cool record, but not $150 cool or uh, not 300 There's yeah, three for right. sale right now. From 150 to 500. That just reminded me of uh, something else. I did find Dissections Rhinecoss like a few years ago for like $80, and that regularly goes for over 300. Somebody on eBay just didn't know what Damn. it was worth, <laughs> and uh, actually he had a hundred on it or best offer. And mm-hmm. I always got to try that best offer shit. Oh, yeah, for sure. So I think I offered him 80 because I was like, fuck it, 100. I would still even pay that for it. I think the, the I think it mids at like 260 or something. Oh, shit. And so I offered him 80 and like, boom, like right away he accepted it. I was like, oh, that's fucking awesome. Lucky bastard. Because Dissection, Storm of the Lightsbane, I think if I had to pick like one record as my most wanted, like, record in yeah. general i think storm of the lights bane would be it you cannot find them anywhere there's i don't know 10 different bootlegs or something i'd have to really think there's a black copy and then there's two different purple colored ones that are legitimate copies yeah the rest every single one is a bootleg you can find red ones orange ones white ones blue ones all over the place they're all bootlegs and the bootlegs are a lot more affordable. They're like 40, 50 bucks. As far as sound goes, I don't know how they sound. Weird. I have almost bought a bootleg a couple times. But yeah. now I'm at the point where I'm like, shit, like that's one of those things that you never know might get a repress or something. Like they, they've repressed Somberlane how many times? So why wouldn't they try to do Storm of the Lights Bane at some point? Because if I go and spend 300 or whatever on it, I'm going to be pissed if it turns yeah, around it to be repopped. six months later? Yeah. That reminds me of another one that's been on my list that has been bootlegged, and I've always wanted an original, and it just keeps going up and up and up. But it's um, Joy Division's John Peel Sessions on vinyl, and I've seen it bootlegged in, like, 10 different colors, 12, you know, every month it was getting repopped, and you could just buy it on eBay. 
and it's like bootleg. So you know it's gonna. I mean, I didn't hear it. I don't know. But I've to get that original some... copy, oh my god, it'd be fucking dope. And I last I checked, that was pretty high, up north of a hundred. I've heard some bootlegs that aren't bad. Same with new order peel sessions would also be pretty fucking cool. But it's kind of just a toss up. You never yeah. know if it's really gonna sound bad or not. Yeah, with the bootleg thing. Yeah. Yeah, you don't know. Um, original Mob Deep Hell on Earth I would like to yeah. get because the inside of the gatefold where they're all sitting around the round table, there's two ghostly figures in there, and they were two of their friends that got killed during the time that they were recording that. Like, they got shot or something, and they put, like, them as ghosts in the chairs. Yeah. And then the later repops don't have them in there. Do you know the reasoning why they don't? I don't know why they don't. I, like, I read Prodigy's book, but it never said why they don't. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. It man. just said why they're in there. It could be that that's exactly the reason, too, is, like, they only wanted to put them in that first round. Yeah, maybe. That's cool. There's <laughs> somebody's trying to sell a sealed one for, like, two grand. Oh, Jesus. Soundtrack-wise, another one that I don't have that I want that's not too hard to get, I guess, but to find an original might be a little harder is Edward Scissorhands just because I like basically anything Danny Elfman does. Yeah. It's fucking dope. Batman, of course he did. Um, I believe his latest shit would be um, that Wednesday show that Tim Burton's doing on Netflix, whatever. I haven't watched it. It's like teeny bopper shit. I noticed now that Project Pat, Mr. Don't Play, got everything yeah. repressed. There's, like, before, you could never find one for sale right. on Discogs, and now there's, like, five. Are they high? Um, or just... For the longest time, you couldn't see them under 500, so there's a VG record and G-plus sleeve for 250 a near-mint VG for 268 G-VG... For twenty uh, and then one for four hundred and ten. Wow, the four hundred and ten one's the mint one, according to that guy. Actually, there's no way it could be because it says, "Oh wait, it says the <clears throat> the vinyl's never been played, but the record jacket has a corner crease." So it does say the corner cr- or that the sleeve is VG plus, and that the media is mint for four hundred and fifty bucks. Four ten. But you can get it, actually, it's probably sold out by now, but get on down, you could get them for, like, 40 Mine should be here at any point in time. Um, Opeth's Damnation and Deliverance are two records that are above $200 all the time that I've never seen anywhere that I'm eagerly waiting for them to repress. Those were, like, mid-2000s albums. Yeah, it's always hard to find those. Another one that was on my list <clears throat> that also is getting repopped, the uh, AFI Sing the Sorrow. Yeah. That's Those come out forever. July 7th. I think Pretty I told quick. you the 9th last time we talked about okay. it. But, yeah, it's like two weeks out or something, three weeks out maybe. Organized Confusion, uh, the Extinction Agenda, is Pharaoh Manch's original group before he went solo as Pharaoh Manch. Uh, that's a record that I know I'll never find in the wild, especially here. But I think at some point could be repressed. And same with uh, Ramon's Adios Amigos and yeah. uh, Mondo Bizarro. You can find them for resale for like 150 to 250 But like at this point, I already know there's no way that they won't repress those at some point. Even if it's like a their last four records as a box set type of thing or something like whatever it is that I got to do to buy them, I'll get them. But I'm just at this point with how long it's been, I'm not going to buy one of the originals because I just know that it's going to get repopped. Right. And then it's like, you kind of lost out. Yeah. And that's maybe what holds me back from this next one. Although it has been repopped, but then it's gone or it's been repopped. With the second album. But I'm talking about Converge, Petitioning the Empty Sky, and When Forever Comes Crashing, which I have petitioning on CD, but to get it on vinyl, there's seven for sale, starting at $71. Um, 
it last sold two days ago. You know, it's crazy. But it's maybe like uh, my old lady hears me, my wife. That's a good fucking Father's Day present, but I can't. That that would be approved by you. But, like, if I uh, spend 100 bucks on a fucking Converge album, I'm going to have to converge myself to another place of living. (laughs) The Replacement Stink album, an original one I would really like, the one that they hand-stamped. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'm just trying to rattle off, like, a a last couple here. Esham's Booming Words from Hell, which I think, actually, it's, like, harder to find the original tape than it is the record. Yeah, isn't that weird? Because I think the tapes came out first and the records came out down the road. That's so weird. And then one of the tapes has a separate cover where it's like him standing in front of his car and then eventually they changed it. And Dayton Family's FBI is another thing I would really like. I have the tape, but the record would be cool, even though it might sound shitty, but I have their first record. Yeah, that's pretty cool just to fucking have. Yeah. Definitely. And it's autographed too, so... Yeah, that's fucking dope. Jack White's first band, The Upholsters, that 7-inch that they came oh, out with. yeah, yeah. That includes, like, little pamphlets for his upholstery company, mm-hmm. Third Man Upholstery, and then it has, like, a thing of sandpaper and something else in there. They did, like, a super limited amount of them originally, and they're expensive as fuck now, but that would be cool. Well, since uh, we're talking about Michigan bands and... Our former uh, guest, Hellmouth, man, to get their Bible record would be cool, too. Yeah. I still can't believe that they didn't know that it, it wouldn't, wouldn't play. play. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I thought that's so it's, cool. It, but I also think it's funny how fucking shit gets spun. Oh, yeah. Like the way somebody, I heard it, it was like, you yeah, know, some socially, socially conscious thing. And they're like, nah, dude, we're just dumbasses or whatever, you know? Like, it's yeah. hilarious. Uh, Victor Vaughn 2 album would be sweet. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think that was only done as a bootleg, though. But, I mean, even if I seen a bootleg, I would get it. I just, I've never fucking seen it anywhere. I've never even heard it, to be honest with you. But Vic Vaughn's, like, one of my favorite MF Doom alter egos, so I would buy I it. I love that first one. Dude, that first one. Yeah, the first one's great. It's really funny, too. I think I pretty much uh, named everything that I had written down immediately. Because literally, like we were talking before we started this, there's hundreds in both of our want lists. Uh So we we could literally do this for a fucking day. And then, (laughs) like, I don't know how much people are going to want to listen to what the fuck we want. So I ain't going to bore you with. I know I'm now I'm like looking at all kinds of shit like oh man oh damn you know I know I could I'm scrolling through some shit I'm like ooh that 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 but it's like other things and I'll pop in like dying fetus I need stop at nothing just like random random things like that that like you said earlier where I'm a completist yeah I've got some random gaps too and then there's some new bands that I found that I want to try to get some of their shit yep I got like all of Star Anna's CDs in my want list. I only have one so far. Um, I'm waiting to buy the other ones. They're not that expensive, though, thankfully. They're like five bucks. But she didn't do any... She only has like one or two records, like physically. Uh But those are like $100, too, because I assume they were like sold at shows. Yeah, very limited. Very limited. There's like 200 or something. Speaking of which, I would like to... Like complete my Bane collection of just even just their full lengths on um, vinyl and like right before I showed you, they repopped Give Blood, and they're only selling out at that show. So even if somebody goes in there and buys a couple and throws one up for sale, it's just gonna be ridiculous. Oh yeah, it's like when that uh, autograph toolbox set was at yeah, their show only. Yeah, people were buying them for two grand all day. Yeah, yeah, that's Tool. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a way bigger band, but still. No, no, like, still, it's going to happen. Same concept. Yeah, only definitely. That, like, instead of being two grand, they'll be 200 or yeah, something. So then it's kind of like, well, because I get why you do it for the people coming to that show. Be like, here, man, like, you guys can buy this to remember being here, blah, whatever the fuck the reason is. Yeah. But there's always going to be that asshole that's like, I'll take 10. Yep. And I think a lot of places now, like, like when I went and seen Ghost last year, they had this 45 that was them covering 
Enter Sandman, I want to say, okay. which I fucking cannot stand that song. But as a co- like as a collector of ghost things, I was like, damn, that would be sweet to have right. one just because I know that it'll be worth something. Two, their version of the song is actually kind of cool because they make it fun. However, it's still lyrically the same song, <laughs> and I still don't want to really listen to it. But you could only get it at that show. But you could only get it at the show. that right there is But they were reason. limiting, like, I seen a guy in front of me, and when I got up to get it, like, they were gone. Oh, no shit. Because they didn't have that many, it seemed like. But there was a guy in front of me trying to buy, like, four or five, and they were limited to one per, or it might have been two per, but it was no more than two to where you couldn't buy any extras. Yeah, which that's, that's cool. I think... I like that I see a lot of websites doing that because for a while, especially in underground hip-hop stuff, people would buy up six, seven, eight copies, keep one, flip seven, and make five, six hundred dollars off of doing it. But they, I don't know, a lot of places limit you to one to two. I've noticed that um, over the last few months, more and more do say that limited. Oh, you have to. Otherwise, like, I've watched, I remember when Westside Gun released Pray for Paris. yeah. And the website crashed. Like, I was down, <laughs> down, I was reading down as I just said that. I was on the website five, six minutes before it started, because I'm usually, yeah. like, hitting refresh at 11.59 trying to get my shit. And as soon as 12 o'clock hit, the website, like, crashed. Oh. Like, you couldn't do anything on there. And then it was, like, three minutes maybe. It felt like 25 minutes, but it might have been three minutes, if that. It might have even been one to two. The website came back up, and the entire site was sold out. Holy shit. And then, like, shortly after that, there were people, like, releasing fucking, like, nine, $1,200 for that album. Like, a, a five, yeah, ten yeah. minutes after it was sold, the people were selling their pre-orders and everything. And it was just, I don't know, it was fucking That's fucking nuts. nuts, yeah. And, like, his uh, his Hitler Wears Hermes 2 record sells for, like, five, six grand. Because there's, like, 200 of them. So crazy. Actually, I think there's 400. I think there's a red one and a black one. I just can't, I don't know, man. I'd have to. Uh, I know a guy that has two of them. I'm really? Like, Fuck, dude, I would sell those. <laughs> or at least one. At least one, yeah. At least one. Yeah, sometimes... No when, matter how good it is, it's like... When things get that expensive, yeah. like if you're talking like a few grand... So yeah, a time, you need to, like, I'm selling it. Fuck yeah. You could buy a used car with six grand. Exactly. Like, I can, yeah, I can pay fucking some bills. I can go on a vacation. I can buy a fuck ton of records with that. Yeah, exactly. And so, chances are, like, like... Sell a record, buy a record. Yeah. Chances are, some form of fashion, it'll be repressed down the road. Yeah, that too. So, words to the wise for people who are looking for things that are astronomically expensive. There's a pretty good chance that it'll get repressed. The things that usually don't are those weird 45s. Like the oddball 45s that you never heard of that somebody pays like... What uh, you know, crazy amount four or five hundred, twelve hundred bucks for. Well, yeah, especially like shit that was like a big artist before they were right. So and so, like right. Rick James in the Minor Birds, yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah. Billy Holiday as Lady Day and shit like that. Like those, I mean, I've seen some of them be way, way up there. Yep. But they're fucking sweet because I would love to have a Lady Day record. Oh, I know, right? Even if it was the seventy-eight. Yeah, definitely. Just to have it. Definitely. But um, is it next next week? Oh, I'm sorry. The following week. It'll be the 26th. We have Subatomic Strangers the 25th. Yep. For listeners, Subatomic Strangers is like a new wave synth pop kind of... Yeah, they like, even have like a little bit of dark to them in a couple songs that are kind of slow that reminded me of like some Porcupine Tree, Stephen Wilson stuff. Yeah, yeah. But check them out. They're a band from Belgium, and uh, I don't know. They only have one record out, I think, that I know of. They're fairly new, but uh, they have a really cool sound, man. I've listened to that album quite a few times, actually. It's fun. Yeah, we've been communicating with them for quite some time, and it just um, this isn't this interview's been planned for quite a while, so it, it should was like be almost two months ago yeah. that we planned that shit, but. 
So it it should be awesome, and yeah, the their sounds really cool. Yeah, you can stream all their music on Spotify, Apple Music. I'm sure Amazon and Tidal and all that shit too. Yeah. Usually, usually, if it's on Apple Music, it's also on everything else because they seem to have the strictest uploading guidelines. But yeah, stay tuned for that for sure. Um, all our social media stuff is in the episode description. And definitely go give the podcast a follow on Instagram. Follow me and Jeremy if you'd like to. Um, share the stuff. Share the page. Tell your friends. Any little bit helps. Follow the podcast on your streaming service, etc. If you would like to make us happier people, feel free to send us any of those albums we have mentioned <laughs> in this podcast. What if somebody just hits you up and they're like, I got this. You can have it. Because you guys are awesome. I'm going to make sure that dude fucking is known. I don't know, man. That would be amazing. I, I, I have no words for that. Yeah, that would be sweet. But, but anyway, Thank you, everybody. Unless you have anything else, Jeremy. No, I'm good. All right. Well, everybody, thank you for listening and taking the time to listen to a bunch of shit that we want. Hopefully, the definitely go read that Beatles thing because the article is interesting. Yeah, and it's... I mean, let us know what you think of an AI-generated Beatles album. Just remember, Yoko's getting that check. She's the whole reason the Beatles broke up. And probably Capitol Records. <laughs> oh, definitely, dude. <laughs> anyway, peace right. out. Later. <laughs>